Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Shetfleet. Hey, Hall, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. Waffle, playing Tarjax Heiko. We do not have any fan mail. Who wants to do a recap of what happened last time? We picked up our swag from the Hatchling's Horn, and then we went to Dine Gaia. We grabbed some pizzas. We checked in. Farrakh got his uh, fiance's phone number. Yeah, and... we can now actually talk over the phone like civilized human beings. <laughs> or, sorry, dwarves. And you made, uh, you made some money. We too. did. We made we a lot of money. Made fat cash, actually. Yeah. Was it a hundred grand? Our... We traded our gold to the mint. Um. I believe it was. I think it was a hundred. And I, I don't gold. think I told anyone how much it was either. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't even know yeah, we made gold. Barack is hoarding. I well, know because yeah, it had to be transported back to the ship. It had to be transported back to the ship. You are not just carrying around a hundred k. Okay, fair. fair <laughs> On this rock card, master rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we we definitely got like. Gold that is good anywhere. <laughs> I don't have it on credit, so... Master Shard. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored. Um, and then after that was loaded up, I think the plan was to head to the Gnomish capital. Yep. We were on our way to Hopsinopolis. We just lifted off, I'm pretty sure. That's a detour pretty far around... Uh... Jux still, right? Yeah. yeah. I figure um, we're going to kind of cut a diagonal path up to the northeast and then run north along the marbled mountains until we hit the edge of the continent and then continue from there. Well, was was Hopsnopsilis like like how did it correlate compared to the continent? Uh, that's an excellent question. Joe, the coordinates that I was given by Slicer, uh, Hopsinopolis has moved a little bit, but it hasn't, like, changed orientation to the continent, really. It's still off to the northeast. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Yep. Uh, then I set in a course. I put engines to full and cloud shield up, and we kick back and enjoy the ride. Oh, and I guess, actually, hang on. Before we left off... Uh, group huddle. Uh, Hofsonopolis is a top secret gnomish Ye city. We do yeah. have non hatchling crew aboard. Uh, people without patents. What are we gonna do here? I, I think I think this team. might be a good time for our crew to go on a leave. mandatory shore leave. Yeah, I agree. Anybody protest this? No, that's probably for the best. Okay. Yeah, there's not really a great way around it. Um, I guess let's. Uh, I bring. I'd in... say, hang on, before yeah. we do, give them a hefty sum of cash. They also oh, stayed oh, with the ship. I was gonna bring in Sully Glimmer Mellows and tell him to you know distribute the bonuses to the crew and then, uh, you go ashore for some mandatory R and R. 
What do you think? Should we send a message in advance just to make sure they wouldn't allow, like, an X amount of dwarves to come with us? That's a really good idea. Let's do that first. Um, I could contact, uh, maybe... Oh, what's her name? Bibblestib Lufalu? Or... Hmm, who else might be a useful... The... Somebody... Who was the... Was she the, the glider captain? Or oh, leader? Um, What's her name? Oh, what is her name? Hang on, it's on my character sheet. Uh... Most of them didn't like us being there. You, you really think they're gonna... Oh, uh, Pernona Humplebumple. Yeah, we, I don't know that yeah, Pernona would go well, for we, it. We rescued uh, her crew, who went into that toothpaste factory. We did. Um, why don't we just contact either Applejack Crumbledown directly, or um, I think his second-in-command was Krampernat Quillshooter? I'm so glad you wrote I all of these remember. down, and then yeah. you just you you got your document ready. Just <laughs> let's just rattle off all the names yeah, to yeah. prove we were paying attention. Um, yeah. People we shouldn't contact. Oh uh, no, uh, Tippleto Stalwick was in charge of Juxian intelligence, so that might also be a good contact. Um, let's not get in touch with Ellie Bell Horcus Forcus because she is <laughs> not our fan. Also uh, saying yeah. it with the confidence of a man that I don't know <laughs> if you're making them all up <laughs> yeah, or I think if you actually remember. Horcus Porcus. Yeah, Horcus Porcus was bad times. I remember that. Um, I don't remember who Zafrab Waggletop is, but... Um, <laughs> Joe, I, I guess to my point, um, Krampernat Quillshooter is the assistant to the mayor of Hopsinopolis. Is that correct? Probably. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I would like to compose a message to Krampernat Quillshooter explaining that we are uh, making a return voyage to Hopsinopolis for official business and also explaining that our crew has expanded slightly. Uh, we have taken on a number of dwarves that we trust, but we understand uh, the patent office may not view this the same way. Uh, is there accommodations that can be made to bring them along, or would you prefer that we uh, voyage out to the city alone? Also and I might just want to check with the crew if they want to, because, I mean, how long did it take to get there? Like, two weeks this flying be... over open air. We'll, we'll so get this to is that part. Probably, this is at least a month completely off-continent. Yes. Um, and I think that'll be a really good way to explain it to them without having to explain what Hopsinopolis is. To a, yeah, and you're going to a place you can that you're going to have to sign another yeah. NDA about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do I get any kind of response back? You get a... There's, there's a lengthy delay. Um, and just Rock when you're, you're about to... Like give up on on the response. Um, it comes back and says we would appreciate not having any more people know about the existence of Hopsinopolis than is strictly necessary. Okay. Uh, in that case, proceed. That's not with... a no. No, that's a no. Uh, strictly necessary. Plan a. What if these are strictly? What if some of these crew members are strictly necessary? Ched. Uh. And I, I get no. kind of close, and I keep Didn't my voice low. No. Like, I, I don't think we really need the dwarves. I, 
I, I don't think we're going to be in a situation where an extra seven dwarves is going to be critical here. They were super, super helpful on the uh, petrified tree ship operation, but I because they can't man the guns, I don't foresee them uh, being necessary here. I don't think that's going to be the path. Well, Chad, Chad whispers, Chad whispers back to Terra Jax. Um, and he says, uh, Oh, Hano means family. Uh, and family means nobody is left behind. All right. Let's get Sully Glimmermellas up here and give out the yearly bonuses. Okay. So Steve Desmond open up a small notebook and cross off. Uh, like, rescue as a possible like, timeline. <laughs> Leave me behind. Ooh. Ooh. I'll take gold. <laughs> you like, fuck. That was family. <laughs> um, how many dwarves do we have aboard right now? There are about 15. Okay, 15 dwarves. Um, as an adventurer, ever, my understanding... Did we ever of... do normal wages for them? Like, how much do we I don't owe? know how hirelings <laughs> work in D&D. &D. I don't either. Never, never had one before. Let a, but I also let alone don't know, like, how much gold is a reasonable amount of gold. Like, isn't isn't like the yearly wages for a labor? How much can one dwarf eat? Gold? Like five gold pieces worth? Um, one gold piece is like <laughs> a month's income for a farmer. Okay, so so if we gave them each a hundred gold. That would be reasonable. Whoa. I, that would be... With the explicit instructions, they're not allowed to, to blow it all in one place. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of a given. You 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 hand out that money and say, all right, don't spend it all in one place. Yeah, if you don't... don't, then, like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. Don't eat it all at once. <laughs> oh, hey. Not in one sitting. Oh, my I... God. I need to delegate that task back off to Falrock. Um... I just remembered we have to check on something while we are here in Dying Gaia. Um, it's been six months. I want to check in with Basilum Goldbrand, uh, the dwarvish enchanter who was making batteries for us for Teliferous. Here's a here's another thought. Give them fifty, and give them another fifty if they return. <laughs> okay. What? Shrewd. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You give them a hundred, and if one if one gold is a month's wage for a farmer they might never like they could retire Come on back. that yeah like conceivably well, so... no, I mean, if you give them the promise of a hundred more gold if they manage to survive <laughs> they're, they're, they all go oh they shit I'm gonna it. open up a Stoney's franchise <laughs> yeah <laughs> sign me up they all pull that together like they're not gonna need us if they especially the shit that we put them through they could see that as a hundred is a good good out, so... Well, I mean, that's, I guess, part of our... <laughs> it's just part <laughs> of our endless layers of fucked-up loyalty tests. Yeah, <laughs> and when they go onto LinkedIn and see that we're a good employer, we'll have more applicants. <laughs> that's that's all right. true. All right, seer, looking at Desmond. <laughs> if we give them a hundred, are they going to come back? I'm angry that we're not going to get to go on Princess Rescue Mission. Um... <laughs> What is this princess rescue mission I keep hearing about? We had seven dwarves. Oh. We could have rescued a princess. God, yeah, sorry. he's he's got a point. Uh, we have fifteen dwarves, though. You that definitely, means we have you definitely seven mentioned among that. 
seven dwarves. So apparently, you only need well, as long as you have at least seven, I guess you can go on one. But... <laughs> That's the rescue princesses. 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 Yeah, <laughs> and a seventh of one. <laughs> uh, the way I see it, it's a fifty-fifty. Like her. I... Oh, no shit! I don't have to have a. I don't have to have foresight to know that. You think this works all the time? Yes. <laughs> That's you the impression that like you it does. does. Yeah. I. Falrock, just pay the damn dwarves. It does. Um. What it's whatever. We'll figure it out later. If they quit, they quit. So be it. Um. Oh. Fifteen hundred, because we're paying them each a hundred. Yep. Okay. All right. Easy. Done. Fifteen hundred out of the group fund, and then, uh, Joe, I do need to go check on my battery project that I started six months Hang ago. Hang on. What What is their reaction to this generous pay? <laughs> uh, they are delighted at having such uh, an ample shore leave allowance. And I, basically, I explained to uh, Soli Glimmermellows that we are going to be out over the open sky for an extended period of time. Um, we expect to be back within about a month to a month and a half, uh, at which point uh, you'll be back aboard. And, <laughs> and I phrase it that way. It's not like you'll not... be free to re-enlist. It's like, and this... we'll be back to get you. Yeah. This is not, this is not goodbye. This is see you later. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, this is just going to be the easiest way to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody seems to be, uh, all right with that particular arrangement, as far as you can tell. Cool. Uh, okay. So last thing before we leave Dangaya, um, I do want to check in with the people that we got this project started with okay you make I, your way down to that I mean, particular district yes go ahead i just fall rock probably come along because he knows the i think he's the one who actually set this up i don't remember yeah i'm with you cool and then <laughs> yeah we'll just bounce in there we go to the enchanting guild as i recall and mm -hmm, ask mm -hmm. to see our uh our see good business associate See if they've got things uh, up and running, or if there's still more experimentation to be done. Because, I don't know, it could take a while. Good, but they well, did have six uh, um, months. It's been a while. It could take yet more of a while. Magic is a finicky thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you you go in, there's a new receptionist at the, at the desk. Um who regards you very suspiciously. Who are these people? What are they doing in my Enchanter's Guild, even though this is clearly like a, a <laughs> the dwarven equivalent of a 17-year-old working minimum wage. Um, after some uh, vetting, you are sent to the office of the appropriate crafts dwarf, um, who looks up and says, Oh! I had, I didn't realize that you were coming back. I thought you'd forgotten about your uh, little investment here. A little nest egg. 
Well, uh, we thought it reasonable to give you a, a nice span of time. I know I can speak from personal experience that I don't like being micromanaged when I'm in the middle of important discoveries, so... He says that loudly. <laughs> and projects it such that everybody on the crew of Teliferous can hear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but, as you say, we are back. We have not forgotten. And I am eager to hear what progress you have made. Oh, goodness, let me see. And he goes over to a closet and opens it, and it is packed full of junk. Um, oh. Like, this needs a, a pretty significant uh, visit from Marie Kondo, like, stat. <laughs> um, he rummages around, and th things fall out. And eventually he pulls out a little, like, a, a little lockbox. It's um, about the size of a, a loaf of bread. So it is, in fact, smaller than a bread box. <laughs> oh, okay. And he sort of proffers it to you and flips the lid open. And inside you can see are six perfectly clear spheres. Ooh. Interesting. So it worked? We were able to get a decent amount of magical energy packed in here. Unexpected, so that's more or less what you specified, correct? Yeah, it is, yeah. Awesome. Well, Great. Um, let's go try them out, yeah. Yeah, I, we will uh, take these along and report back as to their efficacy. Um... I don't remember if we like paid for these up front or if we were just paying the R&D costs to be able to buy them later. I um, also do not remember this thing. I, I'll i just take the box with a smile, then. <laughs> but I, I know we did pay quite a bit up front, so... Yeah, and we, we shared schematics and stuff like that that we had yeah. for yeah. various... The fire gauntlets, and the information on the mythol. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we gave them quite a bit. We gave a lot of intellectual uh, price rather than uh, yeah. monetary. So. Uh -huh. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I I pack up this box and I put it in my backpack. He uh, and... gives you a smile and wishes you well. Great. Yep. If, uh, you, if you need any more, let us know. We'll be happy to uh, develop them for you. Yeah, what's the rough turnaround time as far as... If we place in an order for another half dozen, is that going to be another six months? Or now that you have the process, is it like a month, a week? About two months. All right. Okay. Uh, and what would that uh, down payment cost us? That would be another 5,000 gold. Done. Yeah. I just, I yeah, read yeah. the check, and one of our dwarves is going to take an extra wheelbarrow with them to drop off. <laughs> All right, cool. Can we can we get like a bag of holding or some shit that like, we can like use to put all this stuff around so we don't have to like we we drop a bag of holding full of gold that's yeah. not even worth as much as the bag of holding itself. Uh huh. <laughs> Turn it upside down on his desk. <laughs> that's so rude. <laughs> all right. Um, we should be saving our gold for Hopstonopolis, honestly. Like, yeah, they, yeah. The cooler stuff to right. buy. So, 
Although Zach's already got his eyes on another Nomengard grenade. <laughs> I mean, it worked Slapped. really well the first time. Slapped hard. <laughs> okay. Back to the ship. Yeah, and let's, uh, let's put one of these bad boys in. Let's see what the missile yeah. does with it. I, uh, I go down to the missile room, and I do a wind-up baseball pitch. They are currently empty. Oh. Oh, Wait. right. We have to charge them. Yeah. You, you commissioned okay. the invention of capacitors. Oh, batteries. and we have to... Yeah. Okay. They don't come already charged. Well, we'll, we'll have to work on charging them. Um, I don't anticipate doing any combat today. I say as Joe's grin twists into a Cheshire cat smile. Um, so I'm just going to start putting spells on as soon as you uh, mark off all those spell slots, I will tell you that Annabelle Exum has been behind you the whole time. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I take us off and I set us off on our course. And uh, away we go. Away you go. It's just like the old days where it was simply the uh, Teliferous crew sailing yeah, it's the so skies. quiet. You don't Did we hear... drop... Basil and Ivy went with us the first time, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, I also part of the crew. Like they're not, they're not exchangeable. Like yeah. Oh, full man, this is going to be experience for TJM. Uh huh. Oh yeah. First I go Mike, down Mike to it off continent. The uh, cottage, though, and I do, I do knock on their door and say, "Hey, uh, just a heads up, we're headed offshore for a couple weeks." Um. You need us to stop somewhere for groceries. Let me know. We're good. We've uh, we've got lots to compile. We have uh, a lot of very interesting data from the tree. You know, going into a major depressive episode and perking back up. So. Oh yeah, we've all been there. Yes, yes, we certainly have. Um. Cool. In that case, I'm gonna head back up to the bridge and just. Just kind of chill. Seems reasonable. Power to the engines, shields, and upgrade forge, and then uh, we're just rolling. I'd yep. like to spend time with one of these capacitors because my key recharges a lot faster than spell slots. Ah. True. But I don't know if that means it has lesser efficacy or if... Or, or how how it works. If I can even charge them, does it require actual spell slots? So. So yeah, let's do a let's do like a side by side comparison where I'll charge one of them with nothing but lightning bolts and like spellcraft, and then you charge one with nothing but key, and we'll like, we'll compare. I out of curiosity, how do you intend to measure these things? I figure we'll throw them Much both at the blow. upgrade forge. Uh, like we'll throw well, one I mean, in. We'll Just be able to. Wait, is there instructions on the inside of this uh, smaller than a bread box case that tells us when what they look like fully charged? Um, no, no, there is not. Okay, so we won't know what a full charge looks like. Um, we should have. That's the first uh, thing we should can we probably send a message. Uh, yeah, we can send a message. Do you know what a full charge looks like? For oh, one yeah. of these things, yeah. What's the indication? Does it just go ding? Because <laughs> we don't we don't want to explode them either. <laughs> I kind of want to explode one. 
I know you do, but... No, 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 but imagine, like, we fill it up right to the edge, and then you throw it into a room and I lightning bolt it, and it spits out, like, 23 spell slots worth of damage. In... Not what we bought them for. <laughs> I know, but now... In a 200-foot radius. Yeah. No, 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 you... You did... We bought plutonium housing. We need to fill that with plutonium and not use it for a bomb. I want to make the demon core. No. I want God. to do the funny screwdriver. No. Just, like, then drop it and then like drop it on the pillar of jux or whatever. Yeah. What it does, but I'm not. Gonna, oh, no. I'm gonna fill it full Don't. of lightning and I'm gonna yeet it into the engine room. But think of all those elementals you're killing. You can't do it. Elementals are immune to lightning. Oh, well, then it's perfect. And why exactly. are we doing it right now? <laughs> but if, if we get it's... too close to the ship, they'll kill us with their railgun, question mark? Uh, so. Or I might accidentally just supercharge their reactor. Yeah, that's <laughs> the more likely scenario. But anyways, what do these look like fully charged? Um... They will fill up with a white light as you uh, as you charge them. When it has filled the orb, the charge is full. Okay. Cool. Well, let's. Uh... And how are there instructions on how to fill? Is there a ritual? You uh, simply cast directly into the orb. Cool. Cool. All right. I think, uh, yeah, I'll just keep an orb on me and uh, start dumping spell slots into it. Splendid. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll just cast Burning Hands a whole ton. Okay. Um, yeah. It's... It looks like, Falrock, that your key points do not translate as well as raw magic. Makes sense. But there is some effect. There is, yes. There are. The, there is some charge in the orb, but it is, like, it's definitely not a one-to-one. -one. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, we've got two weeks to fill these things, so I'm just going to keep at it. Splendid. It's uh, quite a task. It becomes physically exhausting the if you as you spend like every day completely depleting your magical energy and forcing it into these orbs. Uh huh. It's quite um, taxing and draining. I think in between these sessions, um, I'm gonna go uh, ask Leyland for the lightning javelin. I, like take it off as like a hang ro a uh, hanging rod off of curtains <laughs> and <laughs> hand Great, it to thanks. him. That's oh. it. I just I just wanted it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Anything else you want to do while you're on the way to Hopsonopolis? Oh, um, if I cast spells through the gauntlets, is that any different? Because those are 
powered by key, but also bigger spells. Um, because I don't want this to all have to fall on Tarjux. Um, it's marginally better, but not quite. Okay. I mean, well, we could also get Ched doing this. I'll still keep helping. To charge the um, the orbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe, are breath weapons magic? Or is that considered, like... That is a, a natural ability. Okay. I don't... didn't know they still made the distinction between spell-like ability and spells. I do. Gotcha. Oh, you're thinking of shape-shifting into something that has innate magic? A breath weapon, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or some kind of innate magic, like a mini-beholder. <laughs> oh yeah, just fire a bunch of I-beams into it. I've seen one. You have. This is true. Would those count? Those rays? Probably. No, like, okay. I one on. Yes. Then I will... <laughs> um... <laughs> oh god, the gore. Um, uh-huh. The body horror. Um, so, Chet's oh. arms and legs... They just kind of fall off, and his torso <laughs> falls to the ground, oh, and then no. stalks start growing out of his back, like oh, bindly little legs, and then he starts floating in the air, and his torso um, starts squishing like putty, and then a big eye <laughs> pops up in the front, and his arms and legs that fell off dissipate, um, and there's a big head with eye stalks floating in front of you. Was this necessary? Yes. Balrock looks over from trying to charge one of these things. It's like, well, I guess I don't need to eat the rest of the day. And I go, neat, and vomit up the edge <laughs> of the void. <laughs> and... I mean, it's very strong, like, Terajux and Falrock are doing arts and crafts, like sitting on the floor, <laughs> playing with magic, and <laughs> shows up and just disintegrates. <laughs> Yep. Huh. I think it's called yeah, it's called a spectator. So there are four stocks. Uh-huh. Um and I just start casting rays, various rays. Various rays. Rays magical, comma various. Magical eye rays. Yep. It uh takes it doesn't take too long to fill up the orbs with the the three of you working full time. All right. Cool. Is this uh, like it doesn't take us long, as in we're done by the time we reach Hopsonopolis, or we have a bunch of time afterwards? You're done by the time you reach Hopsonopolis. Cool. Cool. I think let's radio ahead so that they know we're coming. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be hard to mistake the tree, but but yeah. it's polite. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um. So we call in and request landing clearance, I guess. You are given landing clearance once your patent has been verified. Great. I'll uh, I'll swoop in and do a little uh, friendly waggle at a couple of the ornithopters that are passing by and plonk it down on one of the outer islands. Yep. And uh, let's... Let's see. I would like to check my slate from Slicer again now that we're we're here. 
did it specify a location on Hopsinopolis or just the coordinates of the city? Just the coordinates of the city. Okay. I think I will wait for Slicer to contact us. No doubt they are made aware of our arrival shortly. Uh, in the meantime, y'all think we should go meet with maybe Pannona or the Survey Corps or just see like see if there's anything that the gnomes need? Yeah. Because we're always we're to... always looking for wait, that wait, Hang on. Our, sure, our quest dossier is kind of busy. Um, let, sure. Let's Let's put the orbs into the into the mythol and see how they react, and then maybe by the time we're done figuring out our upgrades, we'll we'll uh, have heard from Slicer. Yeah. Um, before the orbs go in, I do want to take one of these orbs and hold it myself, and I want to see if I can pull spell slots back out of it. No, you cannot. Okay. Just, just wanted to check. Um, yep, I'll. Uh, we'll have Desmond up in the helm to be able to view in real time, like what's going on here. And then, I think what I would like to do is put in like one orb and just see see what we get out of it before we throw in the whole lot. See if there's any like. Uh, quirks to it or weird like oh it it boosts your power by one but only for 36 hours or something um each orb no. when full will contribute basically like a quarter of a power bar okay gotcha. as discussed previously like direct influxes of Spells are not the most efficient way to provide sustenance to the mythal. Gotcha. Okay. But still a pip. Yep. Mm -hmm. Cram it in. <laughs> Up then... one. And then we hold the other two? Yeah. Just I think... put them in the vault with all the gold. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, just in case we need to throw one at an enemy, you know? Sure. Yeah, what all a good right. idea. <laughs> um... I would like to vote that that pip go towards the upgrade forge, but I I know that that's still something that Fall Rock. The forge, I didn't is, know if you were... the forge is operating at plus three speed from base. Oh, oh, is it okay? Yeah, like we 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 put our last few in there as well. So okay, well, our security could always use a beef up based <laughs> off I, of. Uh, I don't think our like. I don't think bees know. are going to be sufficient to stop godly interference regardless of how many pips we put on them yeah but <laughs> is there is there like a fun side system that we could make use of here maybe um or un unlock any more levels or anything yeah let's uh let's fish around and see what what else there is besides just upgrading an existing system what sort of things are you looking for um Falrock, part of your, uh, I want to say, the adamantine stuff, you need, like, special chemicals or substances to create the solvent, right? As well as, like, a certified alchemist. I, I got the recipe, but I don't think I was the one actually making the stuff. Sure. I just handed it off. 
I guess my question is, I know we have like a hydroponic grow bed on this ship that is currently not powered. Could yeah. this be something where we could start growing some of the more rare or elusive materials to cut down on our operating costs? Possibly. Um, is that an option for upgrade, the metabolite systems? Uh, you could definitely, like, there is a, a space for growing things on Teliferous. You have, that is one of the rooms that you you could turn on in run um the tree cannot synthesize seeds or rare plants out of nothing for you so you would have right. to find them and plant them and then multiply mm. seeds that we found uh in the same way that any plant will multiply seeds that yep. you find by <laughs> by growing them fine, and fine. <laughs> all right yeah let's uh let's keep our eye out for the seeds because we don't we don't have any yet, so there's no point in putting a point in. But um, I'd like to put that on our radar just as something to uh, look at doing. Seems reasonable. Okay. Um, do we have any points in reserve here? Just Maybe we should just sit on this one for now. Uh, I think uh, Falrock is the arbiter of such things and is currently away. Yeah, his dogs are acting up. Maybe we'll just cut this section. Yeah. Give us an animal fact. We haven't had an animal fact in a long time. Oh, gosh, what's a good animal fact? Um, hmm. uh, ostriches are more attracted to human beings than they are to ostriches. I feel like and we've also... covered what? that one. Maybe we haven't. Maybe that's just I a fact am, I already I don't knew. feel like I have heard that. Yes, yeah, so this is a feel known like I issue. would remember this. Mm -hmm. This is a known issue with um, like raising ostriches in captivity is they'll often end up more attracted to their handlers than they are to like other ostriches. So getting them to mate is like, no, go do that. And they're like, no, I'm into humans now. <laughs> and uh, there's also evidence that ostriches can. Uh, demonstrate like uh marked and consistent sexual preference when this is happening so there are like some ostriches who only go for human males and some ostriches that only go for human females and it's like you can have gay xenophile ostriches yep <laughs> this is a documented Jesus. issue even the allure of this ostrich fact is not enough to get zachary to return <laughs> Well, I I could just push on with contacting Slicer if that's going to be. So, are we good at our with our? Are we? I I'm not comfortable traveling through Hopsinopolis. I've already well, they don't know it was me, but I've already <laughs> got you know heat heat there, and now I have no eyes anymore. Well, oh, I, I we guess need I'm to make not aware. <laughs> Sunglasses. Oh, we need a pair of sunglasses for him, don't we? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna wear should... sunglasses all the time, I guess. Yeah, she wears like sunglasses at night. Pairs. Well, I don't care about wearing them around you all, but no, I mean, just you should have a few pairs on you in case they break, because nobody buys like expensive sunglasses. Yeah, it's true. 
Oh, you could buy some magically reinforced sunglasses so they don't break. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm, I might as well have like goggles because yeah. we're running oh, and things, yeah. running and jumping and things like that. Like Acrobatic. they're gonna say, fall, they're gonna fall off all the time. You could do like a like a mask, like a full <gasps> face mask to add to Ooh. your mystique. You could get sunglasses that magically uh, they stay affixed to your face with a with a command word. So they don't fly off, and they look sunglasses. Or I need to get basically a mask (laughs) that makes my face look normal. Oh, that's really. Oh yeah, your eyes. Yeah, magic contact lenses. Okay, consider this. Or just contact lenses. (laughs) Um, we. I don't think contact lenses would fix this. Leyland (laughs) just wears like a blindfold. And we, we play up this whole, like, blind monk mystique. Because... Actually, I love it. I love because it. your eyes have are in darkness. So you'll be able to, like, see out of nearby shadows. You don't need eyes like, anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, I, I put on a blindfold and test this out. Perfect. <laughs> um, what do I see or not see? I feel like going from a first-person view to a third-person view... Where the camera isn't even necessarily <laughs> over your shoulder. But isn't that what Leyland's whole training was? His training was to keep Leyland himself was. cohesive and be able to transport himself through shadows in an efficient manner. And to aim. Yeah. He has some training with, like, in strict circumstances, looking at himself without being able to use his eyes. But... Going and navigating like complex situations and things like stairs, <laughs> probably not going to work super well. I think this is something that Layla. What you're telling me practice. is we need another training montage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. That's you know what? Right. Two shadow dance. <laughs> I know what we're doing to Layla on the flight back. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Two weeks of exactly. immersive blindfold training. Every. <laughs> well, Every third episode a... of the Alchemist Club now is a training montage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is just does something to... Does it have to be a blindfold? What if we just got a McCain to go with his sunglasses? And just like, <laughs> oh yeah, he's blind. Why does he have crossbows? I don't worry about it. Leyland is he's not very good You'll ever see. He's a pack Even mule. if he can't. I, I think sunglasses are the easiest option here. Yes, but I also just want a pair of contacts that makes me look like I have normal eyes. Or yeah. something. <laughs> we just I, got googly eyes. It's worth looking for. <laughs> I'm, I'm, maybe, maybe that's something the gnomes could work on. I would like <sighs> to send Slicer a message using this tablet. Is it two-way? I never remember. Honestly... Before. I think you have. I feel like it is two way. I feel like if we don't remember, then our listeners probably don't either. <laughs> oh, they they are fuming at this uh, grievous continuity yeah. error. We'll just say that that's um, part of your hatchling powers is that you can send a message through the slate now. <laughs> I I look at my tablet and I realize that over the last six months, there's five software updates that I need Ooh, to. You, uh... you you kissed it. That's uh-huh. what you did. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I I give a little smooch. <laughs> Um, and then I take a selfie of myself standing in front of the tree, which is there's like Hopsonopolis in the background. Uh, 
you get a a message back um indicating it's it's the same picture that you just sent uh but <laughs> one of the boulders in the picture has been circled <laughs> oh my god i go over to the boulder and i i look around to make sure nobody's like observing me and then i peek under it <laughs> uh underneath it is a a piece of parchment uh, I'm gonna pull it out and read it. It says, uh, "We have managed to infiltrate the valor of Jux. <gasps> oh, uh, negotiations have broken down, and it seems unlikely that the Empire is going to be willing to stand down on the use of this airship, and so." Uh, we will have a face-to-face meeting to discuss stratagems for this endeavor. Um, we have also completed breaking down the True Church cipher. Oh! Ooh. What? Nice! Lovely! Alright. Um, does it have, mm. like, a meeting location or any follow-up? Um, it, it says that it is going to like this is going to involve the leadership of Hopstonopolis as well. Like Slicer is right. not in charge of like things of that high diplomatic importance, uh-huh. or you know, de- declaring war on a sovereign nation. Um, so that's going to be at a council meeting. Can you ask him how Leonard's doing? <laughs> All right, we'll wait for the council meeting then. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, I I do want to check in with uh, Panona and some of our other contacts and just be like, hey, we're in the city for a short window of time if you have any like pressing emergencies or wish to get in touch with us. You get a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> All right. Um, everybody, just kick back. We're uh, we're living good, you know. We have something that actually needs to be translated, right? With the true church cipher. Yeah, we're we've got those ledgers that we pulled from uh, Arclay. Something good might come from that after all. <laughs> we'll see. After, after all this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just everyone, you know, I'm just kind of chilling. I think I might go into the city and do a little bit of magic item shopping if nobody else is uh, trying to do anything super pressing. But other than that... I could go practice shadow stuff, but I've already got a <laughs> reputation, so... You want to go visit Erky Bafflestone? Oh, I should visit Erky. You're right. I, for some reason, I thought he was dead. I, I do remember now that he was captured. Yeah, he, um, was, he was put in, uh, put in yeah. gnome prison. I would love to go visit Erky. I, I have to assume though to. that like politically, I am incapable of doing so. Uh, it will be. Uh... 
it will be a challenge to get through security in a legal fashion. Yes. Uh, I go up to, uh, you know, I maneuver my way around the city until I find out where the prison is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to just kind of chill on the opposite street. You know, I, I've, I'm sitting at a little cafe. I've got a croissant and a newspaper. <laughs> and I am going to use my wind clairvoyance to uh, probe their defenses and see if Erky Bafflestone is being kept in an airtight container. Uh, Erky Bafflestone is, it's not quite airtight, but it is almost airtight. Okay. You, you may recall that their big problem with Erky Bafflestone is that he could turn, make himself intangible. Yes. And cause duplicates. Um, So they have minimized the number of things in his cell in case he could somehow use them to escape. Mm -hmm. Um, The cell is entirely coated in a layer of adamantine. Ah, that will be a significant problem for me, I assume. Mm Mm-hmm. Where did okay. they get? Where did they get adamantine from? That is an excellent question. I mean, there there are gnomes in the mountain home. Yeah. We we almost did business with one until we had to run. That's true. That's um. All. Cool. Okay. I uh, I don't really have anything to say to Erky right now, but. I do want to listen to what he has to say. So I am going to, I'm going to give it the old college try. I'm going to go up, uh, explain who I am, explain that I'd like to get an audience with, uh, Erky Bafflestone and ask do I have to go through the city council for that? What's the proper. Yeah. You're going to need approval from a lot of people to get into his cell. It's a big security risk, uh, opening the door, could I, like, talk to him from outside? Is that... Would that be more reasonable? It's kind of soundproofed. Oh. He, uh... Turns out he's very persuasive. We almost had a breakout <laughs> because he convinced one of his guards that he was doing the right thing. And he uh, should what be a allowed... rascal. I, that's not the word I would use. He was almost single-handedly responsible for knocking Hopstonopolis out of the sky, but yeah, okay. What a rascal. <laughs> sure. People All make right, mistakes. thank you. People make uh, mistakes. <laughs> you know, I get it. He he tried to girl boss the Far Realm. Didn't quite work out. So it goes. I, I'll put in a word, but if it happens, it happens. If not, oh well. Indeed. Uh, yeah. That's, uh... You you file the appropriate forms, and they vanish into the bureaucracy, and hopefully <laughs> you'll see them again sometime. Neat. I imagine that Terajex doesn't like filling out forms. Oh, not at all. Um, it's It's not quite literal torture, but it's probably like two steps removed. Um, this form is not what I would call filled out to professional standards. Uh-huh. While Half of them are here... filled out as if it's a checkbox instead of actually a place to write something in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
asking for some it's asking for the patent number and just yes i have one <laughs> check correct <laughs> patent number one <laughs> it's probably in there somewhere um unless someone else has something else they're doing while we're waiting for a council meeting i would like to visit like a magical item bazaar or boutique what is what is everybody else doing i just um, walk i just walk off the ship and see what the, the first reaction is to me <laughs> to an, uh, from a gnome well at some point i was going to ask uh Leolin if he ever wanted poison arrows Ooh. Um, oh because you could turn into like a poison dart frog uh-huh or i mean any poison or something animal not or gonna yeah. say no okay well if it's late in the day or oh. late-ish enough and we're not anticipating finding anybody um <laughs> i'm going to wild shape into a wyvern and just um start using my stinger on various files and filling them up with poison yep okay that works <laughs> this is handy yeah yeah what what is the effect of wyvern poison uh, 76 poison damage. Hubba, hubba. Um, Holy cow. <laughs> um, with a con save of, let's see, I turned off the page. It's like maybe 14. That's not nothing. Yeah. Um, 15. I would be interested, is there any, like, paralyzing poisons out there? Because I feel like if we're trying to capture true churchers or, like, neutralize certain individuals like paralyzation i'm so useful i mean i've got i've got various um like a basilisk maybe i mean i can turn into i can turn into anything with stun rays i've got hold person at will on let's see on revenant harpies, harpies have poison right uh, i don't know i don't think so i've never met yeah. a harpy i don't think they have poison i think they have a sonic attack yeah, they have they have a, a magical song. Huh. Wow. No, it's not it's not Revenant. Well, Revenant has Vengeful Glare. Yeah. Which can stun. But it has to be somebody on which the Revenant has sworn vengeance. <laughs> uh but yeah, there are there are other things that I can turn into that have stunning abilities. Nice. But I, I mean I'm a druid, I can cast hold person or True. You have so many options now. I do. I've got such a toolbox. Mm-hmm. Everybody so else? That, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, you're yeah. just going to sit there and uh, fill bottles with poison. I think the term is milking. I wasn't going <laughs> to go there. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't use that term. <laughs> I was just going to let that sit. Yeah. Unsaid. <laughs> at the back of all of our minds. Just well, we'll take it out in post. Just making some poison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's it. Just making poison. That's it. Everybody else, what are you up to? Did they have a Church of Aquila the last time I was here? I can't remember. I want to oh, say God. no, right? No. They have they have uh, temples to all five of the gods. Yes. Yeah. Then I then I go and uh, pull rank and. I'm just gonna take over. <laughs> take the, over. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I take over all the proceedings for the day. 
That seems reasonable. Make a charisma check for me with advantage. <laughs> I love the idea with this that um, Desmond's new persona hasn't been distributed out to all the temples yet, so they still have the like the poster 21. on the wall that's like, if you see this man come in and he throws a tantrum, give him fifteen gold and he'll go away. And they like they try to shoo him out, and he starts like quoting scripture at them. Uh huh. <laughs> It takes like a good two hours to realize it's not a prank. Takes the gold and then just keeps going. Gives <laughs> <laughs> it to some poor person next to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Uh, yeah. Charisma check, please. 21. You give an absolutely stunning sermon. Uh, the, the gathered throng is rapturous. Um... And you, uh, you have a long line of people come up to you afterwards, uh, looking for like minor blessings and that sort of thing. I, I administer all the blessings I'm capable of uh, doing at my power level. Splendid. Um, the the priest that runs the temple is is very grateful and asks how long you'll be staying, and can you come back to do this again? I don't know, maybe like three, four hours. <laughs> Whenever I blow back in on the breeze, man. The, the trees and the seas are my home now. Well, we look forward to your return and the next time you are able to uh, provide us with such um, a moving rendition of uh, Aquila's Graces. Right. I'm just happy to serve. Hmm. I step off the ship and I look around to see if there's still any uh, posters for uh, the Night, the Night Stalker. Stalker. Uh, the Night Stalker has a whole magazine. Oh my god! Dedicated <laughs> to him now. Uh, there are talks. Of, it's a visual novel. Yeah, there's yeah. a visual novel. There, there are talks of it being adapted for the stage. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll have to come back see, when that happens. You see gnomes. Uh, walking around saying, I saw the Night Stalker on their shirts. <laughs> I was brutally terrorized for three <laughs> days and three nights by the Night Stalker, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's become the Hopstonopolis equivalent of the Mothman. <laughs> Amazing. Now he has a new trick. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, one uh, way of putting uh, it. <laughs> How many how many looks do I get from people passing by? Um, not too many, honestly. A lot of the gnomes are like below waist height, so they're not really like it. They have to look up to see your eyes. That's good. You sound so hesitant. Yeah. <laughs> But, They're yeah. probably gonna wear sunglasses to uh, the uh, official proceedings that we go to, mm -hmm. governmental stuff. You know? How much? Uh, I want to get the biggest, like, broadsword I can find, but I don't need it enchanted. I just want a gigantic piece of metal. You want to? Uh, Buster Sword? Yeah. How much would that run me? 
Uh, that will run you probably like three gold. Cool. Uh, I buy a Buster Sword and I go visit our Rust Monster friend in the junkyard. Aww. But but since you're buying it in Hopsonopolis, it's actually just like a dirk for you. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a regular long sword, but but still, uh, but yeah, awesome. I'm gonna go feed our little Rust Monster friend. That's delightful. Uh, yeah, the the rust monster is still there in the junkyard, and it is absolutely delighted to see you, and it chows down on your, uh, your treats. Awesome. But yeah, that, that's pretty much it. That's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to be wholesome. <laughs> I appreciate that. We could use wholesomeness after mm-hmm. Ched turning into a spectator. Look... <laughs> Look, this is kind of the thing now, alright? This is kind of like, we're, uh-huh. we're horrifying creatures, or you becoming are. them. And so... For yourself. Uh, <laughs> You've always been a horrifying creature. <laughs> You're not just now one, you always have been. <laughs> Mom says I'm a handsome boy. Jed's <laughs> always been a little bit into body horror. Uh-huh. I know, I think we're gonna call the session... Uh, there for the week. Uh, this this has certainly of of all of the D and D podcast episodes we've made, this this has been one of them. This is you certainly say one that of them. more often than not. <laughs> yes, yeah. well. I feel like every week you're like, this was an episode. <laughs> this was D and D, I guess. D and D is what we make. I believe it. I'm still fri- friends with yeah. people. <laughs> Well, I've been Joe, your host and dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on any podcast hosting platform that you so choose. Um, You know, tell a friend, leave a review, say something nice, or don't, as the mood strikes you. Matthew, what are our socials? Find us at the Alchemist uh, uh, underscore Club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventures today were. And you're playing Chet Fleek, and uh, no amount of body horror that I can talk about in, in shape shifting will ever, ever, ever top uh, the death of the Adamantine King. Yes, well. True. <laughs> Gay Hall, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. Matt and I play Leyland. Waffle playing Tarjax. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>